Hey guys, it's Faith and Fame with AV. I want to talk about how to apply your faith to everyday life. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. That's faith. It's about believing and knowing your heart because you just know it's the right thing to do. Knowing what faith is is one thing. Having faith and putting your faith to work. Now that's something totally different. We hear people a lot of times talk about their faith, but they are not applying it. So you're really not in faith. Think about it like this. If a man or woman possessed the qualifications and license to practice medicine, went around the world calling themselves doctors, but never treated anyone and even refused to help someone in need of emergency care. Is that person really a doctor? No, he or she is nothing more than someone with knowledge and potential or rather wasted knowledge and potential. The same thing can apply to people who say they are Christians, but they don't live by faith, especially when it comes to our finances. I know we all have life stories when it comes to spending money. So live by faith and tithe first. Even when you don't think you can, faith says that you absolutely can. What about when it comes to your relationship? You can tell you how many times, even in our own lives, that our faith in action when it comes to relationship is something totally different. But Bible is filled with examples of relationships from Esther to Job to Hannah, Mary, the Shunammite woman, Elijah, Peter and Paul, just to name a few. So when it comes to living out faith, when it comes to your relationship, you got to remove yourself from relationships with people you depend on in the place of depending on God. Trust God to take care of you and provide for your needs and safety when you leave in an abusive relationship. Give your rebellious children over to God in faith instead of wallowing in guilt, anger, frustration, and stress or trying to fix something beyond your ability. Ask God for the measure of faith you need to forgive uh, deception, whether it's by a spouse, a parent, a child, a friend for the building up of relationships and then step out on faith that God will protect your job situation when you stand for him at work and trust God to do what is ultimately best for you and your loved ones even when his plan isn't yours when it comes to health and living daily you know we could write a book on this category a lot of people have a difficult time applying faith to every situation in their life. So make sure that you go about praying, spending time in prayer, asking God what you need and want and consulting a God about the decisions you have to make. Faith will grow because when you ask, you receive and then listen and act. Remember the example of the doctor who was only a doctor in word, but not in deed. Your faith can't grow if you don't act on the answers you ask for and receive from God. For God speaks and God provides the way to go. But God won't drag you kicking and screaming down the road and know he has a reason for everything and that his reason is always in our best interest and know that God's timing is perfect even when we don't or may not even understand it or even like it. Believe that God always has your best interest at heart and that includes those times when you hear words like cancer, terminal, divorce, fatal, you're fired, bankruptcy, foreclosure, you know, I hate you, addiction and so many other painful and potential devastating words and no. The final thing that you can do to help yourself develop in your healthy and daily living is to share your faith with others. Faith isn't faith unless it's expressed and lived. When you exhibit your faith in the little things as well as the big things in life, two things can happen. Your faith grows when you see faith in action. You can't help but want more action and others can't help but notice. When you live out your faith, people notice. When people notice your faith and your words are a testimony to the good news of the gospel. And when that happens, you have faith in God and are faithful to God. So faith is technically a noun, but in reality, it's a verb, a call to action. That's your daily devotion as we talk about how to live out your faith on an everyday basis. I'm Faith and Fame with AV. Be blessed. 
Hey guys, it's Faith and Fame with AV. Want to talk about commitment to God, compartmentalizing God. You would think commitment for the believer would be one of the easiest things and a no-brainer in the lives of those who confess Jesus as their Lord and Savior. But based on a recent study, found out that 70% of students actually leave the church once they graduate from high school and about 50% of professing Christians actually consider God to be the highest priority in their life. So there seems to be a disconnect when it comes to commitment to God and then compartmentalizing God. So ask yourself today, list some of the actions or attributes that describe someone who is totally committed to God and would you consider yourself to be totally committed to God? You remember when we were growing up back in school, we had the lunch tray in elementary school. They had a nice compartment that kept all of the food in its proper place that worked well for us. It was one of the kids who uh, didn't want food to touch. There's some kids who didn't mind. But those of us who didn't like your steak touching your peas or your mashed potatoes touching your fruit. And so for many people in the Christian walk, it's kind of like that when it comes to our lives. This tray is an example of how there's so many areas of disconnect when it contains to keeping God as a priority in our lives. So are we compartmentalizing God today? When you think about life, life kind of is drawn up like a the lunch tray that we have ourselves at school. We're students, you know, at home, we're a family member at work. We're an employee at church. You're a worshiper. And just like the kid who doesn't want his food touching so many times, we don't want these areas of our lives touching or crossing over each other. So work doesn't touch school. School doesn't touch church. Church certainly doesn't touch anything else. And as a result, life is compromised of a bunch of what I like to call disjointed parts. As Christians, we generally seek to resolve the commitment issue by making God what we call the top priority of our life or the largest compartment of the tray. The solution we say is to give God priority over every sphere of our life, or we try to incorporate him into each of these spheres. Consequently, we being committed to God well in the school area, not so much at work, or we're deeply committed to God at church, but not so much when we're hanging out with our friends. This compartmentalization of life misses the mark on what total commitment to God should be like. So God doesn't desire for you to fit him into every sphere of your life where a total commitment to him is distinct from the rest of your life. Scripture shows us that even through Christ, God is our life, the very source from which all of these other spheres flow. So rather than God being the largest compartment of the tray of priorities of our life, God should be the tray of our life where every other sphere finds its meaning and its purpose. Paul even wrote to the church of Colossians. He said in chapter three, verses three through four, for your life is dead and it says your life is hidden in Christ Jesus when when with Christ in God when Christ who is your life appears then you also will appear with him in glory for for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God when Christ who is your life appears then you will also appear with him in glory Colossians chapter 3 verses 3 through 4 so reading these two verses underline the words or phrases that communicate the truth about Jesus is the Christian very identity? And also, how does knowing this truth affect the way that you view commitment to God? If you've been a Christian for any length of time, you've adopted a new vocabulary of phrases to communicate the change that has taken place in your life. And you know, we all use the phrases, I've accepted Jesus into my life. I walk down the aisle, 
You say things like, you know, he is my personal Lord and Savior. But as you grow up in the Lord, you want to make sure that you have a total commitment to God. And that requires that you don't compartmentalize God, but that you keep God as the priority. He is the tray and everything else fits into his life. So as you go throughout this day, think of your commitment and where does God fit in every area of your life? Work, church, friendship, relationship, and everything that you do in your home. Make sure that you've not compartmentalized God, but that God, he is the ultimate tray and everything gets his life and its strength. Every area of your life gets his life and its strength from you following God. All decisions are made out of it because my life is hidden in Christ. It's Faith and Fame with AV. Be blessed.